For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Chief Dawn. I am having such a lovely week. It's really busy, but I don't mind. And I've managed to squeeze this in on Thursday morning because this weekend I am going to a little spa. I'm going to Rudden, I'm, I'm going to say that really badly on it with my Jodie accent, Rudding Park, Rudding Park, Rudding Park. Anyway, it's down Harrogate, Yorkshire way, I think, and it looks amazing. So I'm super excited for that. This week, I have taken on four new clients, which is a lot to do in one week. Um, but I'm buzzing about it. I'm so excited about the clients who've just come on board. Um, yeah, and I'm so excited to get started with them. So that's amazing. There's loads of students in the academy now ready to, they've finished all their modules and they're ready to coach their volunteer clients. So that's really exciting because that's when they can start to gain confidence before they go out and um, charge and, and start um, selling their coaching services. So that's super exciting. What else? Oh my God, <laughs> my website is finally finished. Please, please, please go and take a look. I am so freaking proud of it. It has been a labour of love, I can honestly say now, because the issues I've had with it in the last year have just been crazy in terms of just people letting us down, you know, like my old, very, very old um, website designer, even though I have given them work and passed on people when I wanted them to redo my whole website, it just didn't get back to us. And I just thought, God, if you're not even getting back to us about a you know, and that's a lot of money, like it's a good few grand to redo it all. So then I had to start the search for someone else and then they let me down as well. And I'd already paid half the money. Um, but I just decided, you know what, even when they did start getting work on, work, started working on it rather, 
it just wasn't up to standard it was like it definitely was half hearted I think so I lost 800 pound there and then the last people who've done it again it was just it was very basic it still wasn't the dream that I'd had and I'd done honest to god I'd done like um not vision boards for them or maybe it was a vision board for them to be able to to feed in what I wanted and then a friend of mine I was talking to her about it and she's just started doing websites and she's like Jude honestly I wish you'd let me do it for you she was like I know you've just paid out all this money she went but you deserve a better website and I was like god I know she's right (laughs) and I was like actually yes just do it please Uh, you know it's a lesson learned when you when you lose a lot of money so in total I think it was probably about four grand in total. And I still, I, that I'd paid out and I still wasn't happy. And Leslie's done it for us now. And I would definitely recommend it to anyone that wants a website doing. Leslie's done it for us now and it is unreal. Like I'm so happy with it. I'm so proud of it. So that's really exciting that that is done now and complete because even that was taking up a lot of my time just going back and forward like when somebody's doing your website you've got to go back and forward and check every single detail you've got to check it on a desktop a laptop a mobile an ipad and then go back and forward so that feels really good that that's out of the way and oh what's another thing that happened this week so um Danielle's now on board and doing some PA work for me it's very minimal what she's doing at the moment because (laughs) it's very hard to give stuff away like when you've been doing this on your own which I have I mean don't get us wrong like as I say I've had people working on stuff in my business that is their area of expertise whether that's PR stuff whether that's marketing website Facebook ads, etc. I've I've paid out for that, but I've never had somebody who's going to help me weekly in my business. And she's amazing. She's so organized. Like I'm organized, but she's like another level. And she's only done a few hours this week, but God, what she's done in that time has massively helped me. So that's amazing. And that's just going to keep growing and supporting me. And supporting the business as well, which is fantastic. So yeah, like I feel like um, all of the hard work that I've been doing and, and working late and working late nights and extra hours and six days a week and stuff, it's all starting to flow together nicely. And I feel like it's kind of like, you know, rather than waiting in it, I'm kind of flowing through it now, which is lovely, if that is even the right terminology. But purpose of this podcast today, and I'm sat here with a lovely cup of coffee, it's a Thursday morning, and I know because I'm coming back from the spa on Monday that I just wouldn't have had time to do this for you, so I am squeezing it in before a day of clients. The purpose of this podcast was to share something with you that came up in a session with a client this week it is her fourth session I think or maybe fifth session and we were going through 
a lot of her limiting beliefs and the blocks she was putting in her own way. And there were many blocks that she was putting in her own way. And we were kind of talking through them and unpicking them. And I won't go into too much detail because obviously that's personal to, to the client. But what I will say is, is that after the session, she sent me a lovely message which said, Jude, I feel so motivated now. Honestly, that session has really motivate, motivated and pushed me to get myself moving forward. And that's just the first part of the, 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 the message. And it was, it was a lush session. It was full of energy. And, and, you know, it didn't start like that. It started with them telling me about all the blocks that they were putting in their own way, about why this hadn't happened in the week and the things that they had set out to do the week before that hadn't happened and the procrastination that was setting in, etc. And we were talking about how to achieve success when you've got limiting beliefs, essentially, was, was if I was going to round it up the session, that was what it was about. And if I break that down for you guys, right, when we sabotage ourselves, and bearing in mind that's a lot of the reasons why clients come to see me and why, you know, why you would go and see a coach is because you are getting in your own way. Because our limiting beliefs push to the surface and we make ourselves excuses as to why things aren't, happen- aren't happening, but we also fear the worst, like, well, what happens if this happened, or what happens if that happened, or what happens if I don't get any clients, or what happens if I don't get the job, and we put all of those things in our way, and that means that we literally sabotage the desired result that we're hoping for, and I said in this session to, to the, the client, I said, you know I will always be triggered by I'm not smart enough. And she was like, God, you don't come across like that. You always come across like, you know, like you're super intelligent. And actually, she may not have said super intelligent. I can't remember the exact word. But basically, she was kind of saying that I always come across like I've got it together. And I was like, you know, when I first did my coaching diploma, I remember getting to the end of those modules and shutting the computer and crying my eyes out thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was so scared and so frightened at that point. And I know why. <laughs> I know why now is because it took me back to that 12, 13, 14 year old who was scared and frustrated because she didn't have a clue what she was being taught at school. And she felt very thick and overwhelmed and out of control. Now that is going to come back to me and I have to be very aware of when it does. Okay, so like for example, on Monday, when I was trying to sort out the last bits of the website and there was something missing that we should have put on that I totally missed, it was my fault. And I had to try and explain what it was. And Leslie, who did my website, lives in America. And then there's another girl who's supporting me who lives in Thailand, she's amazing and she's she's so knowledgeable about like Google tracking, Google ads, Google analytics and she's doing lots of work in the background on that. So there's two different people working on my website and the stuff that I know nothing about and there was a bit that wasn't, that was missing and 
Sophie had already started running the Google ads and I was panicking that the thing that was missing was going to be detrimental to the Google ads that had started working. And then I was thinking, God, I don't even know. I don't even understand what we're doing with the Google ads. And my head was just, oh God, honestly, it felt like I was going to explode. And my immediate response was to think, do you know what? Sophie will probably be in bed right now. There's no point in contacting her because of the time zones. And what was if it's too early for Leslie? And like, I was giving myself all these excuses as to why I should just leave it and walk away and do it tomorrow. (laughs) But I could feel myself just getting so frustrated and feeling like I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to have a word with myself because that's my natural response from childhood. It's not my normal response now, but it's a natural response that I've had from childhood. And I've had to rechange that and reprogram it, sorry, over the years. But it will, like if I don't understand something, I'm going to get triggered by it. So that's what was happening at that point. But if I focus on the outcome, and this is the thing that I wanted you to take away from from this episode, if I focus on the outcome, which is, right, what am I trying to achieve here, (laughs) right? And at that point, I wasn't really sure because I've got other people who are leading the way on some of this. So I thought, right, well, what do I not know? And I just had gentle conversations with myself about, right, what do I need to tell Leslie? What do I need to tell Sophie? What do I not know that I need answers to? And over these various voice notes that were going back and forward and, you know, one of them did reply because it was fine. It wasn't, you know, bedtime for them or too early, etc. And then I knew that the, the other girl would reply in the morning when she got up. And we have to, to be fair, because we're all on different time zones, you know, like there is silence on the phone on a night time. We both, we all know that because, you know, Sophie will send me messages at like two, three o'clock in the morning but it's fine because then they're not waking us up. They're just on silent. Anyway, that's by the by. So that is an example of when I could be triggered and could want to give up and think I'm not smart enough for this. What's the point in doing this? Like I should just pull everything. I should just give up. And the difference between someone who is successful and somebody who gives up is basically action. That's all it is. It's taking action, right? That's the simplest form. It's just taking action. The next stage, which is the bit that you probably don't see, is when we're focusing on the outcome, we have to ignore the limited beliefs that come up, right? So let's give an example, and I'm sure I've done this example before, but let's give an example of two people going for an interview. One is so fearful that they're not going to get the job, and God, what happens if they don't get the job? Like, what will people think of them? Will people think they're a failure? And they've got so many insecurities and perceived worrying about what other people think, and a story that they're telling themselves as to why they're not going to get the job, And then you've got somebody else who's like ridiculously excited to get that job. They've 
like thought about, oh my God, how much, how amazing would it be to work here? Yeah, and this was me every time I went, and bearing in mind, I've just told you I've got a ton of limited beliefs. Like, but when I used to go for jobs in retail, I'd be so excited about working there. Like I'd visualize myself in the stores and going around and all the things that I could do in that store to make it look better. That when I went into that interview, I was so pumped. Like I was like, enthusiastic, motivated, high energy. When they asked me questions, I had answers because I'd already visualized it. I'd already gone into their stores and been thinking about like, God, like if I got in here, I'd probably do this, this and this, or I could do this. Or, you know, I'd started to live that role. And and, and I were, you know, the role that I had was a, a visual so that was it wasn't like I was going in and going you need to do this and that and change this that was the purpose that was the purpose of the role was to go in and support the stores to make more money by changing the aesthetics of the store and, and how things worked wait a minute where am I going with this so it meant that me going into that interview versus someone else who's thinking oh god like I hate my job where I am like what happens if I don't get this one like there's a different energy isn't there and I'm focused on the end result. I'm focused on, God, wouldn't it be amazing if? So therefore, interviews never phased me. Like I was always excited for them. So if I take that and then I look at other areas of my life where it's been easy versus when it's been difficult. So like at the start of my coaching journey, like it was a bit difficult for a, for the first few years because I was thinking like, God, like, you know, like, will I have the answers and will I know what I'm talking about? And God, like, what happens if somebody comes to us with a problem that I've never faced before? Like, will I have, will I have a solution or will I be able to support them? Like, will I be able to get them as a result? So there was a lot of limiting beliefs and there was a lot of fears. And you overcome them over time because do you know what? Like, I then created tools. Every time I had a client who came with something and I thought, oh God, like how can I help them and support them with this? And I'd create a tool or a technique. And it just so happened that eventually I had this methodology that got clients amazing results. But that didn't come organically at first. That came with a ton of limited beliefs that I had to almost bash away. Now, if we go to the next level and I look at my academy, the academy I approached so differently, right? Like there is, there was no blueprint for, for, for somebody to say to me, right, this is how you run an academy or this is how you set this up or this is how you incorporate this, etc. There wasn't a blueprint. So I could have been ridiculously fearful and scared and thinking I'm not smart enough to do this and how do I get accreditation and how to... How do I show them that the framework matches what the governing body wants and things like that? There was loads of stipulations that I, that I needed to overcome to be able to get the course certified, uh, accredited rather. And how do I make sure that the, the students know everything that they need to know and da, da 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 So there was loads of things that I had to do. So it wasn't like it was easy, it, it and it required a lot of work but what I would say at no point did my limiting beliefs come in and I've like stepped back and thought about it more than anything this week because the the academy has just gone from strength to strength and it's like 
it's only a year old <laughs> like that's nuts and we've got 30 students in there and I started to reflect on well, why why has this been so organic in its growth in terms of what it delivers and it's because I was focused on the outcome this had nothing to do with my emotions or my perceived insecurities I was focused on the outcome And the outcome that I desired was to create a a certification, a life coach certification that gave every student in there a framework, a methodology that got transformational results because I didn't have that. I also wanted to create a thorough business program that didn't cost them 20 grand like it cost me. And I wanted them to feel like They had the tools available to coach, but they were also supported from a business point of view to be able to set it up as a business. So everything that I'd struggled with, I wanted to erase that for them and give them everything they needed. So I'm focusing on the end result for the students and I'm focused on the end result of what I want the academy to do. Both of those things are unemotional. They don't require me to be able to look at my perceived insecurities of how do I, am I good enough to do this? Who am I to do this? There was none of that. There was just a real clear end goal and a focus. And now, you know, we've got something so amazing that I'm so proud of. And from an emotion point of view, it it was easy. You know, yes, it's been hard work and there's been a lot of graft put in. But there was no emotional struggle along the way, which is lush. Like, how amazing is that? And I say that from a place of somebody who struggled emotionally for a long time and was able to get out the other side of it and get out of our own way. So the key to this is when you're trying to achieve something, you've got to remove the emotion and look at the outcome. What am I trying to achieve and what does that look like? So say, for example, if you want a promotion at work and you feel like you're getting overlooked all the time or your insecurities are telling you you're not good enough etc then start to look at where do you need to be good enough so for that promotion where are your development areas and what do you need to improve on to be able to get there you've got to be vulnerable enough like although there's been no emotion there's definitely been vulnerability on my side to be able to go hmm I don't know what I need to know so how am I going to find out So there's been a lot of questions on my part and going to the governing body and going, right, in this situation, what is the, what, what do I need to do? What process do I need to put in place? Or being able to go to a a solicitor or a lawyer and say, right, I need some terms and conditions written up and this is roughly what I know I need, but can you advise me on more? Because I have to be vulnerable enough to go, I don't have all the answers, so help me. (laughs) Rather than the alternative is going, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm so scared. There's a difference, isn't there? And you know, there's there's some beautiful Brené Brown videos if you go on YouTube around vulnerability. TED Talks are amazing. She's got an amazing Netflix show. And that will sum it up better than I can in this short podcast episode. But vulnerability is so powerful when you're able to go, hmm, I don't really know but I'll find out rather than going, oh my God, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. Like that's it, you know, essentially you're coming up to the same thing of like, I don't know it, but I'm not beating myself up about it. To summarize, if you want success in something, 
You've got to start looking at the end result and building on that. Don't build on your insecurities. Don't keep layering them over and over and over and putting barriers in your way and telling you and telling yourself all the ways in which you're going to fail and you're not going to do it. Reframe it and go, right, well, how do I succeed? Because that's the thing that I'm trying to work towards. So how do I succeed? And just keep working and working and working towards that. And it might be that you have to put in extra hours and it might be that this bit, you know what, is a bit of a slog. But what was if it was and the outcome was amazing at the end of it? What was if the outcome that you're working towards, you get the desired results? And that's the thing that has to take you over the little hurdles. It's like, why are you doing it in the first place? What is the outcome that you really desire here? And start to get excited about it. And manifestation does play a huge part in this. Because to be able to do that, you've got to visualize the outcome and you've got to get excited about it. And that is a huge part of manifestation, you know, and the universe will deliver. They'll deliver you some beautiful things along the way once you start getting excited about it. And they'll, you know, you know, my friend who, who lives in America who's done my website, if I hadn't have had that conversation with her, and we weren't even talking about my bloody website, we we're talking about something else. And if I hadn't had that conversation, I'd go, oh, do you know what? I'm just still so unhappy with it, Leslie. Like, it just, it makes us sad when I look at it. And she was like, yeah, I've looked at it. You deserve better than that. <laughs> and then that got into a conversation. And now, yes, okay, cost a lot more money than what I'd hoped in the end. But it's just money. If I'm getting worked up about that, then I'd never get the desired result. And the desired result was to have this beautiful, amazing website that did everything that I needed to, to communicate to people how they could become a life coach or how they can work with me on one-on-one coaching or how they can join the month to manifest. And it does all of those things in the most beautiful way. But that had to come with a little bit of pain. <laughs> but one thing I didn't do was give up. I didn't give up until I got the desired result. And that is a product. Yeah, so that's a product, that the website, Whereas something else could be a, a physical result or a mental result or a, a quantifiable result. And anything, any problem that you're coming across, I guarantee you there's always a solution. Always. You just need to get out of your own way. Have an amazing week, everyone. And fingers crossed, next week I will have a guest for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Don't. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit Don't coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes